Hello and welcome back to Oh Dear Lore. My name is Creighton, and as always, I will be your host this week. Uh, this week, guys, I think we have a really, really good story for you. It's about a pretty famous empire and how it all started. Um, perhaps if you've ever taken a history class, I'd say almost anywhere in the world, you probably have heard of the Roman Empire. And there's actually mythology about how Rome, the actual city uh, from which the Roman Empire kind of spread and became what it was, how it was developed. So, in Roman mythology, the city of Rome was founded by Romulus and his brother, Remus. They were supposedly the founders of the city of Rome. Now, they were said to be children of Rhea Silva and the god Mars which is the god of war in the Roman mythology. So, it is said that Romulus and Remus were direct descendants of Aeneas, who was the hero discussed in Virgil, who was a famous Greek poet, um, the Aeneid. Now, Remus and Romulus were related to Aeneas by their mother's father, Numitor. Numitor was the king of Alba Longa, which was an ancient city-state in central Italy, and he was the father of Rhea Silvia. Now, way before Remus and Romulus were born, Numerator was upsurped, usurped, yeah, usurped by his brother, Amulus. So, what happened is Amulus became the treasurer of the city, which means he was in control of all the city's money, and he used this power to basically kick Numitors out of control of the city, and he became king. So, Amulus didn't want any conflict for power, so he killed all of Rhea Silva's brothers because they were male heirs to the throne, and any one of them could come back and try to take the throne that was rightfully theirs. But, uh, he made Rhea Silva become a Vestal Virgin. Now, Vestal Virgins were priestesses of Vestia, who was the goddess of the home. And to be a Vestal Virgin, you were normally there for about seven years, and you normally started out as a young child around the age of like 10 or so. And your job was to tend the fire at the center of the city, the hearth of the city. And to be a Vestal Virgin, you had to be, well, a virgin, meaning no sex of any kind. You couldn't do anything like that, and it was taken very seriously for you to be seen as having sex as a Vestal Virgin because it was breaking a vow to a god, and most of the women were killed. So, uh, nobody really knows who the father of Romulus and Remus is, but the most popular claim is that it was Mars. Um, there's a few other myths out there that say it was Hercules, you know, the demigod. Uh, but it is said by at least one author that Rhea was in fact raped by an unknown man, but she blamed her pregnancy on divine conception. So either way, Rhea Silva was discovered to be pregnant and gave birth to her sons. So, as I said earlier, any Vestal Virgin found breaking her vows, even if she was raped or coerced or anything like that, 
she was put to death. And the most common death for a Vestal Virgin was to be buried alive. Now, this probably would have happened to Rhea too. But the king, Amalus, was scared that if the father of the children was a god, then he didn't want to kill either the mother or the children. So, he didn't want to have that blood debt on him and have the gods come after him. So what he did is he had Rhea put behind bars and he ordered the twins to be killed by live burial out by the uh, river. So he reasoned that if the twins were not to die by the sword, but just naturally by the elements, that he and his city would be saved from punishment by the gods. So he ordered a servant to carry the two children out to the Tiber's River and bury them alive. But once there, the servant couldn't actually do it. He couldn't bring himself to kill the twins. So he placed them in a basket and put the basket in the river Tiber. And the river carried the boys off, which sounds like a very, very famous story from other places. Um, so... As the basket was floating down, the river god Tiberius ensured that it stayed safely all the way through the river by calming the river wherever the basket went. As the basket floated down, it got caught in the roots of a fig tree. And now, this tree was located at the base of Palatine Hill in the Verbrum Swamp. And the twins were first discovered by a lupa, or a female wolf, who suckled them and they were fed by a woodpecker. So eventually they were discovered and cared for by a shepherd and his wife, Faustulus and Acalorenta, and the two boys grew up to be shepherds like their adoptive father. So one day while they were herding their sheep, they were met by shepherds of King Amulus. These shepherds started a fight with Romulus and Remus in which Remus was captured and taken before King Amulus. Now, Romulus had gathered and incited a band of local shepherds to join him in rescuing his brother. And King Amulus believed that Rhea Silva's children were dead, so he had no clue that the man standing in front of him was his nephew, or his great-nephew. So, uh, Romulus did actually manage to free his brother, and in the act of doing it, they killed King Amulus. So, after Amulus was dead, the brothers absolutely rejected getting the crown of Abelonga, and instead, they reinstated their grandfather as king, although they did not know it was their grandfather. So, they left Abelonga, and they went out to found their own city, and they set out to find the best place to do it. So, the brothers quarreled over the location of the foundation of their new city. Romulus wanted to start the city on Palatine Hill, which is where their basket had landed and the she-wolf had found them, while his brother Remus wished to find it, found it on Aventine Hill. Now, for many of you who don't know, both of these hills are really close together. In fact, Rome today is known the city on the seven hills because Rome is actually built in a perimeter around seven hills that go all throughout the city of Rome. So, uh, in order to settle their disagreement, they agreed to consult an augury. 
An augury is a type of prophet or a prophecy in which you take a dead bird and you examine it and you look through its organs and something about it. Uh, I couldn't find any good information on how you tell from augury what is what. Um, like what the gods want from you because something in the bird's organs tell you what the gods favor. So, um, each bird then went, each brother then went back and prepared a sacred space on their respective hills and they began to watch the live birds, believing that this would tell them which was the right hill in which to go out and build upon the city. So, um, as they're watching for birds, Remulus claimed to have seen six birds, while Romulus said he saw twelve birds. Well, Romulus asserted that he was the clear winner by six birds, but Remulus argued that since he saw his six birds first, he had won. Which is a completely arbitrary thing, if we're really going to talk about it, guys. Whether you saw six birds or twelve birds, or whether your six birds were part of his twelve birds, twelve birds is clearly more like that should have been the winner no matter what so uh the brothers remained at an impasse both of them began to quarrel over which one of the hills to uh, build it on until romulus began to dig trenches and build walls around his hill which was the palatine hill so in response to romulus starting to build his walls Remus decided to make fun of the walls in his brother's city. And many stories tell us that Remus was so bold as to jump over Romulus's walls jestingly, which should be a massive feat, I guess, unless it's a really small wall. I don't know. I wasn't there. So, uh, <laughs> Romulus got really mad about his brother making fun of him. And most of the stories say that it was Romulus who killed Remus because he was angry with him. Which also sounds like a really famous story from another religion. Um, so, basically, there's several different versions of how this all went down. Uh, some of them say that Romulus just died jumping over the wall completely logical if it was a large enough wall but then again how did he get up there to begin with and how did he jump down but that's besides the point um there's another one that said uh remus was killed for making fun of his brother by his brother's supporters so they supposedly killed him by throwing a spade at his head and afterwards romulus picks up his brother's body and buries him, bestowing upon him the full funeral honors of the ancient Romans. And uh, it's it's really thought that Romulus did this because he killed Remus and felt bad about it. So Romulus named his city Roma after himself. Following the foundation of his city, Romulus instated a government system which implemented senators and patriarchs. As the popularity of his city and government style grew, so did the population. So, Rome's initial population was supplied by fugitives, exiles, runaway slaves, and criminals and other castoffs. 
and due to the inflation of male population, Rome was unable to produce generations of their own. And as a result of the low amounts of women to men, the new Roman men decided to abduct women from the neighboring city, and they invited the Sabines and the Latins to a festival of Cronus, which was the main god of the Roman pantheon, uh, at the Circus Maximus, and while the men of these cities were distracted, the, uh, sorry, Cronus was the main titan of the Roman pantheon, the parents of the gods. I hate to give incorrect information. Uh, so, while both of these cities' leaders were distracted, the Roman men went into the city and just carried off the women into Rome. Uh, many of these women were, uh, quote-unquote, persuaded to marry, but we all know what persuaded means there. So, in response to the abduction of the women, the Sabian and Latin men went to war against Rome. And Romulus, who was obviously, although he spent his whole life as a shepherd, a very good military leader, defeated both of them. And this is seen as Rome's first triumph. So, although they were defeated, the Sabian king Titus Tantus attempted to assault Rome by marching on the capital citadel. The citadel's commander's daughter promised to open the gates for the Sabian army if they gave her whatever they bore on their left hand. So, when the Sabian army passed through the gates, the poor girl was expecting to get hundreds of gold bracelets, like a lot of the soldiers wore on their arms. But, uh, unfortunately, soldiers going to war don't carry those on their arms. They carry shields. And not small little shields like you see in some medieval fights where an arrow hits it and it's only three times bigger than the arrow. No, these were huge, like, wall shields that went all the way up to protect the Sabians from any arrows, anything else that was coming at them. So, she was crushed to death under the weight of the shields. The Sabians besieged the Romans, and the Romans almost lost until Romulus prayed to Jupiter, who is the main god of the Pantheon. Also, uh, he is the Zeus of the Roman world. Uh, Jupiter answered, aiding the Romans to a final victory. And eventually, a truce formed between the Romans and the Sabians, along with the uh, Titanus and Romulus, agreeing to form a joint government and that both kings would rule. And they ruled together for about five years, and they integrated into each other the customs, the calendars, the gods. Uh, they integrated their militaries, their treasuries. And this was a time of great peace. But this didn't last long. After the five years, Titans uh, was caught sheltering some of his allies who had robbed the neighboring allied Levantans and murdered some of their ambassadors. The Senate decided that Titanus must go to Levantium to sacrifice and appease both locals and the gods in regards to his crime. So while in Levantium, Titus was assassinated and Romulus became the sole king of Rome. And for the next 20 years, Romulus sought to expand Rome's land through war. When Numitor, his grandfather, died, Romulus incorporated Alba Longa into Rome's government and lands. And throughout Romulus' reign, he slowly became more autocratic, and the Senate became resentful. Sounds like another great 
Roman uh, leader, Caesar. Uh, so the life of Romulus has several endings. We don't know which one's right because all of this is mythology. It's a historical mythology, but it's mythology nonetheless. So we're going to go through all of these. Um, there's one that claimed that Romulus went to the heavens to become a god. And this was attested to by several eyewitnesses. Um, I think we all know the likelihood of that one. But it may have happened. He may have been abducted by aliens. I don't know. So, there was also a suspicion that Romulus' death was plotted by the Senate in order to reassume their own power. Uh, the writer Livia wrote about the events. And she said that, uh, that Romulus was surrounded by hostile, resentful senders who rent limb from limb the Senate House, which was then followed by an eclipse and a sudden storm, which she also claims may have been the cause by his death because he was supposedly the son of the gods. So, that's... That's actually the story of how Rome came to be. One man killed his brother, built a city, and named it after himself. And I'm going to be honest, guys. We don't know if Romulus or Remus were real. We know that someone had to build the city originally. Uh, we do know that much. And it's very possible that both Romulus and Remus were real. And that over the years, some of their actions... And some of the things that the city itself developed got attributed to them. And all the stories just got mixed in until there were so many layers of myth and mixed in history that you couldn't really separate what was myth and what was history. But whatever it is that built it, whether it was by a divine demigod who became king or whether it was by a normal man who was later called a demigod, you can't help but say that Rome was impressive. I mean, Rome went from being a small city-state with a king to being one of the largest empires in history. They conquered everything from North Africa into modern-day Europe, into modern-day Asia, almost as far as India. Like, the Romans had a huge pool that lasted for thousands of years without ever falling um so i don't know I, I did some more research on it and i definitely believe that remus and romulus might have been based on a real person maybe two real people and i think that holds fast to the theory that they were just made into mythic beings after their death but if any of you have any more information about who they were maybe some historic information to back it up that I couldn't find, I would be glad to hear it. Uh, you can get in contact with me at ohdearlore at gmail.com. You can also find me personally uh, on our Twitter page of at dear underscore lore. Uh, and I'll be glad to talk to any of you who have questions or who want to say something. Most of my information for the actual congruency of the story was found by the Ancient uh, History Encyclopedia. Our, uh, if you're looking for it online, it'll be ancient.eu. It's a great research for multiple different ancient history, uh, multiple different 
heroes and figures that you can find from ancient history. And it's a really good starting off point if you're looking for anything remotely dealing with ancient history. They don't give you all the details and information. They give you a very basic rundown. And you would have to do the other research like I did outside of it. But for the most part, Ancient.eu is a great place to start off an investigation for anything ancient history. And another thing that I absolutely love to learn about is the fall of the Roman Empire. If any of you are ever looking for something like that, you want to know more about the fall of uh, Rome, there's actually a podcast called The Fall of Rome. And it's fascinating. You learn about all the different things. Uh, You learn about how Rome did not all fall at once, how some parts of Rome was still active hundreds of years after the fall of another part of Rome. And it's just a really fascinating story. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, And next week, we're going to be studying some real ancient history that we can only guess at from science so tune in next uh, week to hear about the history of humanity and all the different other homo subspecies Uh, thank you guys and we'll see you again in two weeks bye hope you have a great week